Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining. This evening, my co-host is Jeremy Dunn, who will be joining me shortly. Um, we hope you all had a great um, weekend. Uh, happy Sunday. I'm returning from a trip from Toronto. So if you were listening last week and you may not have heard me uh, on the air, Jeremy and our friend Scott Kramer uh, took the ropes here at the show and, and ran it. Um, we had a great show of hot topics. So you can check that out in our archives along with all of our past shows on iTunes or directly here on Blog Talk Radio. So for those who are first-time listeners and you're joining us for the first time, thank you for checking us out. If you're not familiar with the show, what we do here is we uh, kind of allow people living with HIV to share their personal stories, um, maybe for the first time or, um, you know, maybe for the 20th time. It's just a place where we're able to share the personal experience of living with HIV. Too many people go through this situation and not realize that they are not alone, that there are other people out there like them. And what we do is we allow those living with HIV to have a voice. We allow them to share what they're feeling and, and what they have going on with the audience um, at large. So if you're a first-time listener, thanks for checking us out. We're here every Sunday. Um, and it's either myself, uh, Jeremy Dunn, and sometimes Jack McEnroth hosts with us as well. So um, hopefully we'll be speaking with uh, Jeremy soon. So I'm just waiting for him to call into the show uh, right now. So uh, if you were listening last week, you did notice I wasn't here. Like I said, I was in Toronto. Every year my soccer team goes up to Toronto and we play in the Philadelphia, uh, not in Philadelphia, in the Toronto International um, Pride Cup that is held in Toronto. It's really cool. We go up there. There's about six teams that were there this year. Last year there was probably, I think, uh, a couple more. Uh, we finished fourth, so we did pretty well. I left with bruises, <laughs> for sure. I was definitely in a lot of pain and uh, was not able to feel my legs by the end of the day. I think we played, like, three games on uh, Saturday and two and a half games on Sunday, which made it really intense um, on my legs. I had a sprain, and I was off for a while, and um, for me to come back on so suddenly into play, um, I think maybe – may not have been the best thing to do since it was kind of more of a competitive tournament, but it was good to get out there and the exercise is always needed. I think the highlight of the whole entire tournament for me was uh, there was a group of individuals that I know from Facebook and Paz I Am who um, are HIV positive and run a support group up in Toronto, and, and they were nice enough to come out and support me at the fields. So they came and uh, kind of basically were like, you know, just watching the games and just showing support to me. And these are people that I've never met before. These are people for the very first time I'm, I'm meeting, and they're just coming out to watch me play. And like I said, I was only really familiar with uh, the one woman who was involved in the group, um, and, and she put the whole group together, and, and I think there was like five of them that came up and, and just hung out. And after my game, we, we kind of took shade under this tree, and we just kind of shared stories. and. We talked about living with HIV and what it was like and how long we've been diagnosed and starting meds and what we fear and, and how, you know, people in America say that, you know, people in Canada get everything for free and how they were explaining how their healthcare system works and how there's a certain, um, I guess, like a copay that must be covered first and then the rest is and how they just got involved so suddenly. I mean, some of these people were only diagnosed for a year and they were so involved and they just kind of dove into it. So for me... I think that was was awesome to to just get feedback and to meet other people. I mean, that's a time when I'm on that kind of vacation or or you know going to go play soccer. It, it, it's kind of always soccer mode is what my brain is, and to actually have a moment to take a step back and and to actually talk about living with HIV with other people it was great. Originally, she wanted me to actually come. Uh, to their group Saturday morning, but my game started at 8.30 in the morning, so that wasn't possible. So for them to come to the field, uh, it just meant a lot to me. It it gave me the opportunity to not only share Pause I Am and, and Pause I Am Radio and what it's all about with them, 
but it also allowed me to share the story of Gab the AIDS Bear, which for me is is one of my favorite um, stories at all uh, of all because it was Gab is amazing, Gab Garner, and and the story of Gab the AIDS Bear just celebrating his 30th year this year. Um, being able to share that story not only with those that came to visit me while I was in Toronto, but also my teammates because they were making fun of me. Why are you hanging out with a teddy bear? What's with the teddy bear? Um, and all that other stuff. So for me, I was able to share the story twice, one with my teammates about what Dad the AIDS bear was, and then one with um, my new friends from Toronto who came up and um, watched me play. So that was great. So um, uh, Jeremy, are you there? I, I, I'm here. I just can't get in. Okay, well, good. I'm glad to have you. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> Yay. Cool. So I was just kind of just talking a little bit about <laughs> oh my, um, my trip to Toronto. So people um, kind of knew what was going on last week and why you were the man running the show. And I thought you, you did a great job. So thank you for, oh, for doing well, that. Oh, well, thank you. I know. I can't get on. It, it's like craziness around here. That's fine. Okay. Don't worry about that. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Cool. Ignore me. Ignore the man behind the curtain. <laughs> so um, I also do want to let others know that you guys can follow the show here on Twitter. If you go to at am. On Twitter, you can tweet us your questions uh, for any guest at any night, or if you have questions for me, Jeremy, or Jack to answer on air, or a topic you want us to discuss, or maybe you just want to share your story, you can tweet us at PauseIM, um, and, and you know we'll talk about it on air or contact you to, to have you come on. So if you're uh, listening and you're tweeting live uh, from the show, you can uh, tweet us at PauseIM with questions for Nelson Virgil tonight, since he is our guest, and he's going to come on and speak about uh, living healthy with HIV and, and the do's and the don'ts of how to really be healthy because there's a lot of things out there that you think are healthy. You'll see they say fiber this and all this good this and, you know, uh, and, and it's really not. And he's done a, a string of videos with uh, our friend um, Mark King uh, from My Fabulous Disease, and I think it's great. Um, his knowledge is wonderful. Are you there with me? I'm here. Okay, I just want to make sure you're doing good. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm fine. It's... Uh, my 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 machine broke and now I'm like on my on marks and it won't go. Come on, and I feel bad. <laughs> what a drama queen! No, <laughs> shut up. So tell me, so tell me, how was your week? It was great. <laughs> and what you do? Oh my God! Work, 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 work. I hate work. <laughs> I do. God, I wish I didn't have to work. Oh, can I tell you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. You see me. Oh my God. Oh no, it has been like crazy busy around here. But oh, God, nuts! It's been crazy, crazy, crazy nuts. Um. Let's see what else, what else has happened um besides oh what what was it that I do um <laughs> what is it that I do <laughs> I know what is it that I do oh 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 july eighth july eighth y'all will have to like tune in to like um what is it uh NoFishCharlotte.com. That's what it is. NoFishCharlotte.com. And I did a radio program. I know. Oh. I know. Forget so it. Something huh? that we're going to be able to listen to online. Yes. And oh, it will awesome. go so on air be... July eighth. Wow. I know. That's really cool. You have to definitely share the link with us and all that. When, I, when will. I will. I will. I will. And we talked about HIV and no fish, uh, no fish, uh, good Lord, no fizz.com. Oh, golly. Oh, I'm losing my mind. No fizz.com is about um, putting down the soda and drinking more water and really rehydrating yourself and not like, you know, drinking sugary sodas and all that stuff. But um, we talked about HIV, and, and it was great. It was a great time. 
That's great. So it'll be it interesting. Is great. And that is the July eighth, so you'll have that for us so we can we can yes. definitely check that out. I can't wait. I will. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. And I don't know why I cannot get in tonight. I think it's the room in the machine. Yep. That's all right. It's okay. cool. I'm in there. So it's cool. You can take the chat on pause I am if you can get in there. I'm sure there's people there as well. Which is always interesting. Um one thing that I wanted to um, discuss with you is one of the um, big things that are hitting the headlines now all over um, is that uh, New York just passed um, the gay marriage, Woo-hoo. which is kind of like really exciting. And, and for me, because you know how, I mean, I live in Pennsylvania, so for me, it always seems like Pennsylvania is the last one to kind of uh-huh. get in the gang. Like once New York gets behind it, then like Pennsylvania will be like, okay, maybe it's kind of cool. Maybe we can do it now. So I'm hoping that it will trickle down to us. It will. Because it's time, you know. Exactly. It is time. But I think it's great because, like, as soon as it happened, my sister texted me. Like, I guess when it came on the news at 11 o'clock at night, as soon as she texted me, she texted me right away, and she's like, it, gay marriage is passed in New York. You guys can go to New York and get married. Like, everybody's, like, rushing. Hey, go, go, you can do it. And I'm just like, we'll go. We'll go when we're, we're ready. You know, I think that eventually it'll come here, so why am I rushing? You know, I'm not, love isn't going anywhere. We are going to go and do it. In New York? In New York, yeah. Because Mark refused to go to, like, um, Massachusetts. And the reason why he didn't want to go there is because the Red Sox are there. I know, it saddens me. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to go anywhere the Massachusetts Red Sox were. (laughs) I'm okay. One thing, um... I'm really okay. Yeah, you don't That's care. funny. Someone just told me they're tweeting me on on Twitter. Um, I do have somebody here on hold. Who's oh, been really? For a while, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is Nelson or not because it's not the number that I have for him. So I'm just going to bring this person on and, and we'll see if it's Nelson. Uh, Nelson, is this you? Hello. 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 Who's this? Oh, it's Danny. Uh, did I screw up again? Yes, you no, you're did. Fine. We'll just Hang up. Sit down and hold. Hang up, Danny. Uh, Hang up. Sit. We're waiting for Nelson. <laughs> Hang up. No, he can listen. He can stay on and listen. I just know that now. It's no, hang up. Hang up. Hang up now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Danny. Danny, Could here you plan on going to New York quickly? Danny, Danny, are you there? I, I, I think Danny hung up. Uh, I put Danny on hold so he can stay on hold. Oh, oh okay, okay. No, we're waiting for the, the governor to actually sign the damn bill. Ah. Uh, yeah. So was it like 30 days, I think they said? Something like that. Always interesting. But we're going to go like in September when we got married. Yay! Yay! It's always fun. I cannot, like, log into the Block Knock Radio. I'm having a problem. Keep going. Keep going. Don't worry about it because it's not a big deal. (laughs) Um, It's really not. Uh, um, Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. um, Don't don't worry about me. I'll I'll be here in a minute. (laughs) He will be in there in a minute, everyone who's in the chat room. Well, we have a lot of people, so... Uh, hopefully, Nelson okay. will be calling us uh, shortly. Um, I tried to confirm everything with him today, but I did not get a phone call from him. So I'm assuming that he will get all of the information that's sent to him. So uh, I'm kind of excited to have him on. I know that you are um, you know, a, a fan of his, and you have his book, and you do the regimen. So it will be interesting once we get him on to talk about all the, the great stuff that he does because, you know, he's somebody – you know, when we say HIV doesn't have this certain kind of look, because everybody assumes that HIV looks like Tom Hanks, Philadelphia, skinny, scrawny, dying, you know, and and seeing people like Nelson, who is far from skinny, scrawny, um, he just, you know, he doesn't have any kind of a look. He breaks the mold of what somebody with HIV or AIDS would look like, and, and I think that's why it's so important that his voice is out there. 
Oh, I think it's great. I mean, he is I love his book. I I have his little exercise routine and where was I going with this? Oh yes. I have his exercise routine and I've got um I I, I read it and, and I and I try to live it. And that's the important thing, right? Yeah, hello. So you try to live it, yes. You have to do yes. more than just yes, yes. read it. Thank you. God, you would think I was drunk or something. Um, <laughs> shut up. We all know that I don't drink anymore. Um, but, but, <laughs> I've been watching Absolutely Fabulous a lot lately. And it's not funny. But, um... But, uh, <laughs> watching it on Logo? <laughs> huh? What? Huh? On Logo? Yes, yes. I love it on Logo. I do. I, I do. I, I love AvPad. Are you kidding? I cannot get into apps. I can't get into Blog Talk Radio and I'm going to cry. Well, don't worry about it then. <sighs> Because it's, it's it's not a big deal. I can control it. It is a big so. deal, and I feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> oh God, I can't even cry. The the the, the stupid so let me, drug um, that they I'm have me on won't let me cry. Oh, I'm anyway, try to. Um, I okay. want to try to reach out to uh, Nelson and give him a quick call. So let me uh, okay, play you this do that. real quick because okay. I am um, waiting for him to call. So I don't want to uh, wait any longer. If he's not going to call, then I'd rather uh, try to pick a topic and move on from Oh, uh, goodness. So, do you want me to keep going? No, you're good. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Oh, Figured I spit it like I actually have HIV. That way people will listen. 500,000 people just died from it, and awareness is what I stand for. I'm still standing better than I ever did. With that HIV. With that HIV. Get tested. Make sure you're not infected. I'm still standing better than I ever did. With that HIV. With that HIV. Wrap it up. Don't be like me. Was in my breast, thinking about my health When realized it's been a while since I checked myself Lately I've been running up in everything wrong From virgins to girls I meet the same day and day before Gave my doctor a call, he scheduled me that same week I came in So he could examine blood I gave him Week later he contacted, left message to call back Said he got results and we need to talk about that Now I'm scared homie, busting massive sweat Took a deep breath and called him back direct Out of respect, phone rung twice, lady picked up Assumed it was his wife, your husband home She said, hold on, then he came to the phone with the obvious Wasted no time, and a profound tone told me I'm positive Stood there, froze, heart beating fast Dropped the phone slow, stopped her on the other end Screaming, hello I'm still standing better than I ever did With that HIV Make sure you're not infected. Months now, and everybody know I got it. Got I it. lost 50 pounds through my skin, you'll spot it. Spot the it. virus done took over, my heart colder, anorexic, arms touching, shoulder to shoulder. Feel like my life is over, nothing to live for. Can take any chick now and run right up in them raw. Cause if I got to go, believe they too gotta come along. But won't do, cause I'm righteous and know that that's wrong. So I just lay and suffer while my family mourn. Friends happy, cause they know soon I'll be dead and gone. Didn't even get a chance to create a firstborn. But I'm glad, cause all I would do is leave their hearts on I'm in and out of therapy, the way them doctors hurry me To put me on life support, cause there really ain't no cure for me But though I know there's one, I just stack my fun, son And take a leech up, like Magic Johnson Johnson With that HIV With that HIV Get tested, make sure you're not infected Wrap it up, don't be like me This goes out to my young nation 
sensation Injected in your veins for that drunk circulation And if you in that mood for that sexual sensation Make sure you wrap up with no hesitation Don't want to be like me in the life that I'm facing Every morning waking up to the discrimination This goes out to my young nation Practice safe sex with no procrastination Don't want to be like me in the life that I'm facing Every morning waking up to the discrimination And John H. Foundation, Magic Johnson, Maria Davis. Uh huh. Alrighty then, and we are back. Welcome back to Pause I Am Radio. That song is um, uh, done by Prince Michael is his name. Um, he's somebody who you can find on, I believe, Facebook and on MySpace. Uh, it's an amazing song. Um, Healing in Vision is the name of that. So um, it looks like uh, something came up where either Nelson forgot or he was too busy um, to uh, call in tonight. So what we're going to do is we're going to move on to another topic. But one of the things I did want to remind everybody is that tomorrow, June 27th, is National HIV Testing Day, and it is always good to know your status and to get tested. So if you are somebody who is HIV negative, um, tomorrow would be a great day just to go down there and get information and maybe get your HIV test. Um, you know, this day is for you to go out and get that test. And if you're somebody who's positive, um, bring it up to your friends, and maybe you can take your friends and go get tested um, and take them to get tested. Um, it's always a good things to educate other people, and that's something that every person living with HIV, whether you're fully out or not, can at least go to that one person who they're comfortable with and go, hey, today, today's HIV testing day, why don't you, uh, you know, why don't we go get a test? You know what I mean? And then you could take your friends who sometimes are afraid to go get tested, so it makes it a little more comfortable for them. So, uh, Jeremy, are you there? I'm here. Yay! So, Yay, um, one, of the, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to talk about um tonight, um, besides um, having our guests, is one of the, the newest hot topic, um, actually, Mark King just added this Who? to uh, <laughs> our good old Who? friend, Mark King. <laughs> Who? Mr. Fabulous Disease himself. Um, oh, oh, actually, oh, that guy. Yes. He actually um, posted this um, discussion on the Posium social network, and I thought it was such a great discussion that I kind of moved it over into our hot topic uh, category. And what he asks uh, is, do you or anyone you know have a biohazard or POS tattoo? What do you think of them? Is it an empowering, in-your-face act of pride or a way of preempting stigma and rejection or a way to separating us from each other? So I want to know what is your feedback? How do you feel about HIV-positive biohazard or some sort of POS tattoos? Is it something that you think we should do as HIV-positive people? Is it something... Shush! I have a biohazard tattoo, so shush. No, no, I'm not giving judgment. I'm asking. I'm asking what other people think. I I have a biohazard tattoo, and we don't care. Shush! Good. So we can hear your side, too. So I want people to call us, tweet us at POSLAM, call us here at the show, 347-215-9442. Tell us your thoughts. Is it something that... Shush! You would do? I have a biohazard tattoo, and nobody cares. Shush! So tell me, why would you? Because you got mixed reactions on Pazam. Jeremy, why did you get it? Really? Why? Yeah. What was the reason that you got it? Um. Well, why did I get it? Like I know what it. We know what it stands for, but I mean, what made you get a tattoo? Well, we know that it stands that you're HIV positive. You know, we get the head. No, it means that my blood is is like a biohazard. Right. Right. We get that. Right. But we. But it also stands as. You know, it represents your blood or, you know, you being HIV positive, either way. But what made you get it is what I'm saying. Like, because you could have gotten anything. You could have gotten, you know, a bird there. Or what made you get something that represented you being positive? You know what I mean? Like, as a tattoo. Oh, I see what you're saying. I get it. I get it now. Mark's walking through the bedroom. 
and he's walking <laughs> around, and he's like doing something, and I don't know exactly what he's doing, but he's telling me. Shh, okay, well, tell me. Out. Okay, Jeremy, Jeremy, tell I'm me, here. tell yeah. me why you got the tattoo. I'm kidding, guys. Cheezo. Why did I get it? I got it because <clears throat> I I really got it because of my HIV status. That's why. Okay, but I have like, a demon. I mean, like, well, I I have my H, I have the uh, biohazard, and then I have a demon being born out of it. And um, HIV is one of my demons. So that's why I had it. No, that's a, it's a interesting way. See, I'm afraid to get tattoos. I'm just a big sissy. Yes, but you I are. also have addictive personality, so I know that if I get one, it won't be one. It'll be like 12. <laughs> you know, because, like, I, that's just my personality. So I know that I would get more than one. Would I get one that represented me being HIV positive? I think I, I honestly would. As, as as myself. I know it's not for everybody. That's why I wanted to know, like, what swung you that way to get that? Because not everybody is willing to put a gay, even a gay pride tattoo on them. I remember when my friend Mike um, got his tattoo, and it was, you know, an upside-down rainbow triangle. And it was like, ooh, he put it on there. You know what I mean? That was, like, such a big thing because people, you know, when, you know, people weren't coming out like that. Like, it wasn't something that I saw. So for me, you know what I mean, I kind of can relate it to like that kind of, somebody putting that kind of tattoo and somebody being shocked, I understand. But for me, I think it would be liberating. Do you find it liberating? I do. I love tattoos. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. And I even have an um, uh, upside-down pink triangle on the small of my back. It's my tramp stamp. But please don't, like, hold me to that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. You're not well, making fun um, of me, are you? But, like, see, no, but they have the biohazard, but then also, like, uh, Bob Bowers. He has the big red ribbon on his stomach. Yeah, well, Bob Bowers is hot. He could, he could <laughs> like, put, like, um, a skull and crossbones on his body, and it's, like, whatever. It's Bob Bowers. He's hot. <laughs> You you laugh, but you know it's true. Yes, he's, you yes, do. But you I, know I, it's I, true, but you're I afraid do, of saying that it's true. No, no, no. I agree, but I also really don't look at Bob like that. Oh, uh, yeah, you know sure you. Yeah, no, I really right. don't. No, it's yeah, weird. I don't. Right. I just don't. Whatever. I don't think of that. Bob Bowers. <laughs> Bob Bowers. Robert Brining thinks you're hot. <laughs> Ah, uh, you're too much, Jeremy. Whatever happened to you? Actually, oh, I think, uh, whatever. Whatever. I think we Bob have Bowers, um, I think... Robert Brining thinks you're hot. All right, Jeremy, I think we have um, our, our guest here. So. Do we, yeah, do yeah, we yeah, really? Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I, I think now, we're going to... Um... Well, well, bring him on, for crying out loud. Don't stop. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Just bring him on. Yes, please help <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to make sure I get them correctly. Was that you, Nelson? Was that you? Yeah, I wanted to listen in. Come on. Nelson, yay! It's Nelson, <laughs> yay! Nelson Virgil. <laughs> Thank you. I How you doing, to, Nelson? I wanted to hear, I mean, who's hot? Who Who's hot? You guys were Bob saying somebody Bowers. Bowers. Bob Bowers oh. is hot. Yeah, he is. He's straight, oh, though. He's straight. I would <laughs> totally <laughs> drink his bath water. Are you kidding? I know. I know. Oh, He's my God. He's waste. Such a way. I know, I know. I love it to death. Nelson, I have your book uh-huh. and I have it in front of me. The fourth Which one? edition. The first one. Oh, okay. Oh, the fourth, the first. Oh, okay, that's an old one, yeah. <laughs> Is it? Really? Yeah, I have uh, another one called Testosterone. Damn it. That's, I it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's hard to keep okay. up. Okay, because um, I, I actually have the thing dog-eared and, and highlighted in, like, many, many places. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, it's very true. excited, Nelson, when he... When so he uh, who am I talking to, anyways? I don't know. Who are you talking to? 
Robert, tell him who he's talking to. <laughs> this is Jeremy. You're talking to Jeremy. He's um, the funny guy uh, on the end, and then uh, and then you have Robert, which you spoke to me, um, you know, earlier before. So, Nelson, um, we want to thank oh, you for coming on. It's um, you know, it, I think it's really important that somebody like you comes on and, and educates because we like to see um, the long-term survivors come on and, and still show their face. A lot of people who have been living with this disease for a long time seem to become dormant at times and may not, you know, continue or be able to show their face. So when I think of long-term survivors like you and Dad, you know, you guys who still are out there all the time, I have to just commend you for that because I know it's got to be tiring. You know what I mean? Eventually your body is tired. So coming on (laughs) and... We're just getting getting old and tired. That's I will not tell Dad that you're getting old and tired. <laughs> I won't say a word. Because <laughs> then he'll hit me harder. Well, no. it's, it's, it's about not falling apart while you're getting tired, though. It's about not showing <laughs> not showing how tired you are. That's that's the uh, that's the key. <laughs> well, you make it look good. <laughs> so, t- tell us, you've been living with HIV for 25 years. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like? Um, at the time when you were diagnosed? Yeah, you know, I was diagnosed in, I think, close 86. I, I came to the States in 84 to move in with my, um, with a boyfriend that I met in, um, in a conference where I was, uh, I was an oil and gas uh, engineer, um, came to Houston and met him in a conference. But anyways, um, I think I got infected in 83 and um, got tested uh, close to 86. He, he got tested behind my back and I didn't want to get tested. I used to think I was going to be positive anyways, but he got tested behind my back and told me later that he was positive, and I knew, you know, I had to be positive too because we're not using condoms. And uh, so I was shocked because I, I you know, I, I, you know, I was just starting my gay life, and, you know, I was just experimenting for the first time. I wasn't having that much sex already. So it was it was a shock, and, and uh, I had just come to the United States from Venezuela, so I, it was not in my plan. Definitely not in my plans because I, I came to this country to uh, to you know have the American dream like every other immigrant and um, yeah yeah definitely was a shock and, and back then they would tell us to go home and take care of our business and uh, you know get ready for death basically so it, it was a big shock for me I just but I think I was 26 I forgot I'm 52 now so. Yeah, it was like, uh, oh well, this is very inconvenient. I I wasn't, I didn't come to this country to die, and have, my family was all back home, and didn't know what the hell was going on with me. So it was, it was, it was a horrible time, and it did not get any better for for the next ten years or so, even more. So yeah. <laughs> you, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Nelson. Now I'm going to go back for a minute. Go back, go back, go back, go back, back, back. You're you're how old? I'm fifty two. <laughs> you're you're fifty two. Fifty two, yeah. Almost yeah. Going for fifty three. Oh Can I call you yeah, daddy? Um yeah, call me daddy. I like I love being called daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I get to call Nelson Daddy. Yay. <laughs> oh my god. I'm a oh mentor. I guess that that's what they call us, right? Mentors. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I'm not calling you a mentor, I'm calling you daddy. <laughs> spank me, Daddy. Spank me. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I don't mean to like, like you know, poke fun. But since since Robert did say that I was the funny one, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Um, but so you have this book out, Built to Survive, and um, yeah, that's I, I have the fourth edition, and I'm holding it in my hands. Uh-huh. And and I'm petting it on my lap right now, just so you know. <laughs> it's blue with red letters, and I'm like yeah. flipping through it. Yay! Yeah, um, I... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna ask the 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 question because you pose some various some some very interesting um, topics throughout the entire book. That are that are that can can be considered um, controversial. Yeah. Um. So, tell me about um. 
hormone therapy and steroid therapy. Yeah, well, let me tell you how I got to that point. Yes. You know, we, as you well know, you, you guys are so young. You, you, you were not around for the horrific time of when people were dying in bones. But you remember, Oh, I you, was. You, I was. You are? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost 40, honey. Yeah, so you're yeah, you're at the cusp of Yeah, that. I was I was just a baby. You're a baby looking at all those skinny guys walking around with their spots on their face and wasting yeah. away. But you know, a lot most of my but friends. But I'll call you daddy that. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. But oh, yeah, it was kind of horrifying. Everybody <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> all of you all of you listeners heard that. He can he said I can call him whatever I want. <laughs> this is this is Pride and I'll be calling him call. soon after we hang up from here. You can yeah, it's Pride Weekend. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> the, um, yeah, you know, it was it was kind of a you know, it's a book that I had to write because somebody had to. Uh, you know, back then people were dying in bones and and uh, that's the way it was. But doctors will say, well, you have HIV and you know there's nothing else we can do and. I decided, you know, I, obviously there are people on those magazines, those bodybuilding magazines that know what they're doing about increasing lean body mass and we were losing all this weight until we died. And I, I had to bury a few of my friends in bones and two of my lovers. They, they actually, the, the boyfriend I came to the States to move with, he died in bones. And I had been, I was already losing weight in 93. I was like, okay, well, either I do something about it or I'm going to be one of my, you know, like my friends. And um, kind of, you know, got into researching this whole thing about bodybuilding and how that could help HIV wasting. And and um, I decided that I was in L.A. I was moved. I was transferred to Los Angeles from Houston by Shell. You know, I was working in oil and gas. And I met a few guys there that were doing anabolic steroids and testosterone and working out and eating. And they were not wasting. They were HIV positive or going to support groups, and they were looking great. And they're telling me, Nelsie, you you know, you're starting to look frail to us. You know, you need to start shooting up. And I said, no way, hell, that's bad for you. It's going to kill you. Well, he says, well, either, you know, you're going to die anyway, so I may as well just take a risk. So I, I did. I mean, if it wasn't for my friends who are now dead, uh, unfortunately, I wouldn't have not started uh, doing testosterone and they got traveling back in the days. So Los Angeles really uh, saved my life because that's where a lot of this stuff started in the mid-90s or so. And, uh, you know, I put on 35 pounds. I felt great. That was 94 before protease inhibitors in 96. So um, I said, you know, somebody needs to write this down and, and bring it out of the closet because it was definitely in the closet. And I did, and, and, you know, doctors started prescribing it, and uh, that's, that's how it started. It was very controversial, as still is. I guess actually it probably is more now than it used to be back then because we don't have wasting syndrome as much in the United States. But, um, yeah, people were desperate, and people started using the program. It was called the Power Program. I opened a nonprofit and wrote the book and with Michael Mooney and a friend of mine. And um, I, I had... For 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 a while, I had 130 doctors prescribing anabolics for wasting syndrome, and people were bouncing back to health before protease inhibitors. So, but the book, you know, the book is old. The book, I think, the is four editions, and the first edition was printed in '99, and I had a bunch of uh, um, unpublished editions before then that people were buying. I started lecturing in '94, but you know, I have now another book called Testosterone: A Man's Health. Uh, men's, uh, I'm sorry, men's guide, and uh, it's more for general population, you know, for HIV negatives and positives to to teach them about what we've learned about hormones in in health, you know. So, but you know, we don't have wasting syndrome as much anymore because you know the the effective HIV therapies are um, preventing people from losing all that weight unless you get sick. So it's not a huge issue. My book was very important at a time that got published. I think I'm very proud to have written it, but do I think it's as important now as it was back then? And the answer is no, not in this country. Maybe, maybe in, you know, developing countries where people are wasting away. But, but you know, but it opened the eyes to the possibility of using hormones for medical purposes. Um, and even now, I mean, I'm surprised that so many years have gone by, and actually the the publicity is, is so bad surrounding. Um, Hormones, uh, because of athletic uh, abuse of hormones, but there's a lot of 
use of anabolics for cancer and HIV wasting. And, and many doctors are still prescribing it to HIV positives, although it's not as commonly uh, prescribed as they were when I wrote the book. So, But, you know, it was a good thing to write, and it saved my life. That The whole protocol saved my life, and a lot of people, um, they're still... <laughs> They're still using my program after 30 years of AIDS so, uh, just to keep themselves from uh, falling apart through aging. You know, that's a hot, another hot topic. Now we're living longer. You know, we're getting a, a, older, and uh, it seems like we're getting older faster than, than HIV negative. So a lot, you know, we have to do a lot more work to stay in shape and healthy than right. HIV negative. Nelson, I have a tweet here coming from Positively Scoob, and he asks, um, how, he wants to know how expensive was it? Well, you know, the first time I did it, I did it on the ground because I didn't have a doctor that prescribed. But after we got people, got doctors to um, prescribe and got what we call compounding pharmacies to provide the products real cheaply, it's not expensive at all, actually. Doctors are still prescribing. Um, and the main, the main anabolic for HIV is called nanolone decanoate, which used to be called um, decadurabolin back in the days. And it's a very um, popular steroid in the bodybuilding community, DECA. They call it DECA. It's only like, uh, I would say, $9 a week, you know, um, which is unheard of in HIV. Um, and testosterone is really cheap, too. You can do a testosterone shot for uh, maybe $3 a week. So it's really cheap. That's the thing about um, this program. It's all generic stuff that does not have a patent by a expensive, uh, you know, kind of a pharmaceutical um, patent. So, you know, um, using anabolic, I'm not, I'm not advocating for the use of anabolic steroids now without wasting syndrome because there are long-term consequences, and my book talks about it. But if people are losing weight unintentionally, uh, it could actually affect your health. And uh, people die. When we used to die, we used to die because we lost more than 50% of our lean body mass. And lean body mass is the main um, food source of the immune system. So you have to have enough lean body mass. And, you know, as we age now, people are losing lean body mass even with undetected viral load, and they, we're losing bone density too. And, you know, so all I can tell is that I've been living with I've been living with HIV for 27 years, and, and I'm 52, and I look better than many HIV-negative 52-year-olds out there, even though I've been exposed to 27 HIV drugs, <laughs> and I'm on, you know, the last uh, the last regimen, what we call it salvage therapy. I really, I'm really living proof that you can live long with this disease and not fall apart with uh, the, the effects of the virus, you know. So yeah, that's it's actually not a- one of the... That was actually um, one of the things I wanted to actually talk to you about because I, I was first introduced to you was on the cover of HIV Plus um, in August of 2005 when you spoke about the, the salvage patients and the therapy and how, you know, how you've been on so many meds. And, and how has that changed since that article was written? Uh, well, they're good, obviously good things. I mean, um, now we're talking about the cure, a potential cure of HIV, since we have the Berlin patient who is actually a friend of mine. His name is Timothy Brown. He lives in San Francisco. He moved from Germany. He's an American patient that lived in Germany and had leukemia and HIV. And uh, his doctor was one of those uh, outside-the-box thinkers that decided to give him a transplant of um, stem cells from a patient that was resistant to HIV, had new mutations in their CD4 cells that would not allow HIV to enter the CD4 cells. So this guy basically has a whole immune system, completely brand new immune system from a donor that cannot get infected. And so he's now HIV negative after being positive for many years, had leukemia. He had, uh, of course, uh, survived that and went through a... a specialized, uh, what we call zinc finger nuclease, um, uh, manipulated CD4 cells. And, and now, you know, I met him last week. Actually, I'm doing a documentary on the cure of HIV. And um, it's amazing. This guy, of course, you know, he's got issues because he's gone through four rounds of chemo, radiation to to get rid of his old immune system before they transplanted this uh, donor's immune system. And now he's cured. He's HIV negative, no, immune, no HIV in any part of his body for the past four years. So things have changed. And also, you know, people like me have been positive for 27 years, and only out of the 27 years 
I've been undetectable, I've had undetectable wireless for a year and a half. So it's like there are a few people like me where we're highly compliant, we know what we're doing, we just went from one monotherapy to another, we jumped from one new drug to another, We I, I joined maybe seven studies in my life, which was a good thing for the studies, it was a bad thing for me because they exposed me to um, uh, suboptimal therapy. And I developed resistance to a lot of the HIV medications. But finally, I'm on a regimen, actually it's a research regimen with uh, an IV, um, which is a, it's really fancy, it's called CD4 monoclonal antibodies, uh, one of those uh, Star Trek, <laughs> uh, it sounds like a Star Trek drug, you know, um, that um, you get an infusion every two weeks and plus, you know, oral drugs. And um, that was able to control my virus. It's not approved yet. So one of those patients that is on the latest uh, research uh, drugs, um, luckily now I'm HIV, still HIV positive. My viral load is undetectable for the first time in my life for a year and a half. Um, so you force us stabilize. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely more relaxed than I was back then. Um, but there are a few people like me. There's estimates are like around two to 3,000 patients in the United States have um, developed resistance to everything, including Isentris, including Persista, all the fancy drugs that got approved in the past four years. And they're looking for the next best thing. <clears throat> and there are few drugs coming out, not many. The pipeline of new drugs is kind of drying out because companies are not as motivated to spend uh, on research uh, for HIV because the market is really getting saturated. Um, there's only 1.2 million HIV-positive people in the United States, and only um, only half a million of us are being treated. The other, there's like 300,000 that don't know they have HIV. And out of the 33 million people in, in the world that have HIV, only 30% um, of those that need treatment have access to treatment. So, you know, 30 years into the disease, we still have a situation in which most people that need treatment in the world don't have treatment, and yet they're rich and famous. And I tell people, if you're in the United States, you're a rich person. People say, well, I'm not rich, I'm broke, I have no money. Well, you are rich compared to an African that is, is, is begging for HIV medications. You, most of us have access, even though we're going through horrible crisis right now with the ADAP situation. But um, kind of digressing, things have changed. They have improved when it comes to new treatments, um, access sucks still. Now there are 8,000 people on waiting lists here in this country for medications. But we have the, now the hope uh, of a cure in the horizon. We have researchers working really hard at trying to get there and trying to mimic what happened to this guy in Berlin, um, but in a, in a less severe way because he actually died, almost died through the procedure. It's extremely expensive and risky. And we're not all going to, you know, it's just not practical or cost-effective for any of us to go through that procedure. So they're going to try to mimic that in a much more simple way. Yes, the cure, when it comes, and I believe that it's going to be here before 15 years or so, I really believe that, I'm an optimist, it's going to be probably a very expensive thing. Uh, companies probably got on the patent. Yes, rich people and the rich countries are going to have access, and the poor people are not going to have access. But we're going to have to deal with that as when we get there. But I do, for the first time in my life, think that I may be alive for the cure. You know, I'm probably going to be 65 years old or something. Uh, but I really think it's going to be possible now that the cure is not a four-letter word anymore. We we could not even mention that word in conferences, and you know, activists could not even raise. You know, we could not even ask that question because we were considered um, uh, radicals, you know, back in the days. And now it's the cure is in every single meeting that we go to. So it's it's, it's really I'm very optimistic. I think there's a lot of good things that are happening. Of course, uh, all the new treatments and the horrible things are like no money to fund, not even access in the United States and access internationally. And that's a horrible thing after 30 years. Uh, companies, pharmaceutical companies, have done amazing things uh, creating new drugs, but they have been horrible, despicable when it comes to pricing and access to third world countries, uh, you know, developing countries. And in 50 to 100 years, they're gonna, people are going to look back and say, what the hell happened to that generation, that Holocaust that went through. And, and many people are going to point the fingers at profit-making pharmaceutical companies 
that did not care after a while of whether or not people are dying. And I have to say, um, I know I'm on an interview, but it is time for pharmaceutical companies to let go of their profits and have complete, you know, reasonable prices available to anywhere in the world because this disease is not going to be stopped the way it is. Out of every person we get on treatment, there are two to three people that get infected. So there's no way we're going to catch up to this epidemic. It's going to grow more and more uh, everywhere, including us. We have 50,000 new infections in the United States a year. Out of them, 54% of them or 50% of them are under 24 years of age. So a lot of young gay men, a lot of African-American gay men, um, I'm, I'm not only gay, straight too, but gay men are still the, driving the epidemic here in the United States, are getting infected. We're talking about 20 to 25,000 to 30,000 people a year in the United States are under 24 years of age. Uh, bareback-ing is very common now because people think all you have to do is pop a pill. And, um, and um, you know, condoms are rare in many in many cities in the United States, boys are not using condoms. And and it is not easy to live with HIV, I'm telling people. It costs, the cheapest treatment costs $20,000 a year. You have to go see the doctor every three months, sometimes even, even more frequently than that. You're going to get dumped and, and discriminated against by dates. People are going to reject you because you're HIV positive for sex or for dating, especially. I tell people dating is a horrible thing. It's a horrible game. Once you find out you're positive, things change. You're now a, a, a part of a subculture, a minority of a minority. And, you know, there's a minority. Gays are a minority, and the HIV positive are a minority of a minority. So the pool gets even smaller. I, I remind kids, <clears throat> yes, if you're HIV positive, you could take a pill. But now your dating pool is going to be shrunk by 80%. Because a lot of HIV negatives don't want to date HIV positives, and there's a lot of stigma still, still even now, uh, happening. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I warn people, it's not the pill. It's the fact that you now have to disclose, if you like somebody, you're going to go out for a date. Yeah, maybe the first date you may not disclose, but the second date you probably will. Otherwise, the person is going to be upset at you that you withheld that information. So. So it's 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 still very complicated. Uh, yeah, you know, still or all farts like me. Of course, we have more hope. <laughs> but, um, you know, and the side effects are also a lot low, uh, a lot less frequent. You know, we have better drugs now that don't cause the diarrhea and the lipodystrophy and all those horrible things that we have to go through. You know, so. No, I totally agree. Uh, just real quick, we are down actually to the last uh, couple minutes. So if you guys want to give us a call real quick here at the show and ask Nelson a question, 347-215-9442 or put them in the chat room. Um, and, you know, we can bring you on the air real quick. We're down to the last about eight minutes. So uh, if you give us a call here again, 347-215-9442. Jeremy, are you there? <clears throat> I think I lost oh, I was so. on mute the entire time. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that was would not awful. Shut up. I know. I'm like, I hit up. the mute button on accident. Oops. <laughs> so Nelson, I have to tell you though, um, when I bought your book, I kind of had a crush on you, <laughs> and and I kind of hold your book to me. <laughs> and I hold to my heart. I'm like, oh, Nelson. By the way, that person on the cover. Is, that person on the cover is not me. People think it's me. It's not me. I wish it was. Damn it! <laughs> All right, I'm just throwing it down the garbage chute. Although what I, do I, I do now? Like him now? Although I think I look like him now. <laughs> you do look that like him. Are you kidding? I've seen pictures of you since. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that's not you. That's like some white man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like a really bright white guy. And yeah, I'm not. I'm Latino. You're, you're, I'm from Venezuela. I'm very Latino. I, I know. <laughs> you're 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 like you know, Latino. This guy on the cover is not Latino. I'm a Latino muscle daddy, yeah, for sure. That's my idea. Yes you are. <laughs> yes you are. And, um Rob, can you give us a couple of minutes while I talk to Nelson? <laughs> Because I kind of want to touch myself in inappropriate places, and I don't want anybody on the on the on the radio to hear. 
<laughs> you know, you um, cannot anyway. blush, but I'm blushing. You cannot see me blush when I'm blushing. Oh, stop. You're not blushing. Please, you're hot. <laughs> because I, I got to tell you, I, I read, I you, know, you have this um, exercise program in your book yeah. that um, I follow, <laughs> quite honestly, the, the three-day split. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and it's great. And and I have it dog eared and I have it um highlighted in places. Um uh, it works. It well, you know, really does you know, work. How how old and, are and, you anyways? Let me ask you a little bit. How old are you? Where do you live? Oh God, how old am I? Where do I live? A yeah, sex location. Know. Okay. So I'm thirty six. I live yeah. in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm a boy. Oh, there you go. Oh, there You're you talking about it. my niche market. That's my niche market now. <laughs> Yay! Daddy Nelson, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've got your I've got your book, and um, and I've had it ever since I was diagnosed. Well, it's a little heavy, so I I'm 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 sorry. <laughs> Don't I'm sorry be that sorry. I, I that think heavy. it's great. It really kind of it's a little. <laughs> it it. It, don't be sorry because it, it's, it's a little it's, it's a little heavy for the new the newly diagnosed. I, I I'm very I I'm very cautious now when people say, Well should I buy your book? I said, you know, ten years ago I would have told you yes, go ahead, but now it's like it's a little could be a little overwhelming. It's it's heavy duty <laughs> uh hormone well, we're, nutrition we're, supplements, exercise. And some people are not really that's too much information for some people. T M I but um, but if you're the nerdy kind of uh, geeky type that likes information, definitely it's it's something yeah. for you. And and, and but, uh, I gotta tell you, Nelson, it, it, I am the nerdy geeky type. <laughs> and and um, when I was diagnosed, it was right at that time. It was in the nineties. Yeah. You know, it, it was. You are you were the thing for me, and and I still use that three day split exercise program. Good, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad somebody, it's, I'm glad yeah, somebody Oh, I'm probably the only one, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually have, I have a call here. Well. So um, I wrote that book. Have, have, just real quick, I have a caller I wanted to bring on the air, so uh, okay. let me just bring them on real quick. Um, area code 805, what's your name? Where are you calling from? I think they're on mute. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was on mute. Good Lord, you were asking me where the hell I was, and apparently I was. I hit the mute button. All right, well, there goes that information. Uh, Nelson, uh, people okay. can contact you because we're down to the last couple minutes off. So. Yeah, if people want to contact me, um, they can go to uh, nelsonvirgil.com. That's N-E-L-S-O-N-V-S-N-V-E-R-G-E-L.com or at um, my nonprofit's website, which is powerusa.org. You know, I, um, I'm also, I also answer questions at thebody.com. I'm one of the, um, you know, we have, they have experts there. I'm, I'm an expert on... Oh, everything, nutrition, exercise, supplements, uh, salvage therapies, hormones, and you can always ask questions at the body. If you're not subscribed to the body's newsletter, I I, I, I suggest you do because it's one of the best in, in, in the world. Um, right. And, uh, you know, that's the best way to get a hold of me uh, through my website or thebody.com. All right, Nelson. Well, thank you so much for sitting in with us and, and chit-chatting and tell us a little bit about, you know, your story and, and all your wisdom. Well, thanks for having me, and I hope uh, you guys do well. I mean, we're on Pride Weekend. We have a lot to celebrate, not only yeah. uh, the New York uh, marriage, uh, uh, the passing of the New York uh, the marriage bill, but, uh, you know, things are improving in this country for the young and the old farts like me. So definitely uh, there's a lot of work, but there's a lot of work to be done. Oh, you're not an old fart, Nelson, <laughs> please. <laughs> all right, you guys take care, and thanks a lot okay, for having me. Okay, you too. All right, Thank bye-bye. you so much for bye-bye. all that you've done and for all that you've you, you continue to do, um, Nelson. I I I for one love you. Right, and again, you can find more information oh, on Nelson um, Thank you all for tuning in. I am very glad that he was able to call in and, and give us some of his great knowledge. It was great uh, to oh, it was great. A little bit it was about wonderful. Stuff. Yeah.
So go to him on the website, go to the body, check it out. Um, remember, uh, you can find more information on Jeremy at PositivelySpeaking.com and more information on the show and myself at PositiveIM.com, and we're all linked together. So where you are, we will be. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and next week we'll be speaking about the, the ADAP crisis in America. So tune in and, and, and share your thoughts about that. Jeremy, you have we a great night. We love you all. Night. You too, Rob. Take care. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Nighty-night.